0: Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. A short Bible study, about 13, 14 minutes usually, but every day, seven days a week, keeping us in God's Word. And that helps us to stay strong in our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. But it also helps keep us focused on our relationship with God and upon our spiritual lives. You know people in your life who need to change their focus, don't you? Help them to do so by sharing these studies with them every day through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means. Make that commitment. You might help somebody turn their life around and get to heaven. Make that commitment and start sharing today and every day. We're going to finish up our line of thought and study today. We're talking about Jesus Christ, the fulfillment of God's grace, the fulfillment of God's grace. Grace is in the minds of a lot of people, I think, rather elusive to really understand and wrap our minds around, to fully understand, to fully comprehend, to take in all that it means. Ultimately, what we're trying to get across, Jesus Christ, that's God's grace in its ultimate fulfillment. Well, I want us to conclude by looking at a number of texts of scripture. In In Ephesians chapter 3, Ephesians chapter 3, we begin reading with verse 3, and I want to read down through verse 7. Here the apostle Paul wrote, how that by revelation he made known to me the mystery, the mystery as I have briefly written already, by which when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men as it is as it has now been revealed by the spirit to his holy apostles and prophets that the gentiles should be fellow heirs of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ through the gospel of which i became a minister notice this of which i became a minister according to the gift of the grace of god given to me by the effective working of his power. Why was Saul of Tarsus, who became the Apostle Paul after he turned his life around and became a Christian, he had been an enemy of Christ, an enemy of Christianity, a disbeliever, a blasphemer of Jesus Christ. But when he was taught the gospel, After he was confronted by the Lord himself on the road to Damascus, the Lord himself speaking to him but telling him, go into the city, you will be told what you must do, he wasn't saved on that road to Damascus. Not until Ananias, a Christian man, Jesus sent to teach Saul the gospel, the message of salvation through Jesus Christ, and Ananias asked Saul, why are you waiting Arise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on the name of the Lord. Saul, he had to be baptized into Christ so that his sins could be forgiven by the blood that Jesus shed on the cross as he was baptized by the grace of God. His sins could be forgiven by the grace of God. He could contact the cleansing blood of the Savior's, uh, that the Savior shed on the, shed on the cross as he was immersed in the waters of baptism, that's God's grace. Even Saul of Tarsus got a second chance. He, he got the opportunity for a do-over, and God's waiting to give you one as well, if you have not yet come to him in the way that he has laid out for, you, for us in Scripture. If you think you've been too bad to be good, God's, God's got that do-over waiting for you, a second chance by his grace through Jesus Christ the fulfillment of his grace. In Romans chapter 3, Romans chapter 3, verses 23 through 25, we read this, All have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace. Now, when it says being justified freely, it doesn't mean that we don't have any responsibility in the whole matter. No, Jesus himself said, except a man repent, he shall all like, you, you shall all, like, all likewise perish. Luke 13 and verse 3 and again in verse 5. Jesus told the apostles, preach the gospel to all creation. He who believes and is baptized shall be saved. Mark 16, 15 and 16. Jesus said, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest for your souls. But we've got to come to him. Matthew 11, verses 28 and 29. But by grace, by God's grace, through Christ, we have the chance for a do-over. Just as Saul of Tarsus had, just as countless sinners, horrible, heinous, vile sinners have had the opportunity by the grace of God, to turn their lives around as they came to God through Jesus, being baptized into him for forgiveness and salvation and eternal life. That's God's grace. That's God's grace. Paul said in Romans chapter 5 and verses 6 through 10 that while we were enemies of God because of our sin, Christ died for us gave us the chance to be forgiven. That's God's grace. In Romans chapter 5, verses 19 through 21, Paul wrote this. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so also by one man's obedience. Now first, the one man's disobedience many were made sinners. That goes back to Adam in the garden. So also by one man's obedience, many would, would be made righteous. That's speaking of Christ. Moreover, the law entered that the offset or that the offense might abound. But where sin abounded, grace abounded more so that as sin reigned in death, even so grace might reign through righteousness to eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. God's grace continues to abound, continues to give us the opportunity for forgiveness and salvation through Jesus Christ. We turn to the Hebrews writer. In Hebrews chapter 9, I want to read verse 15. Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 15. And for this reason, he is the mediator of the new covenant, speaking of Christ, that by means of death for the redemption of the transgressions under the first covenant, that those who are called may receive the promise of, eternal, of the eternal inheritance. How do we have that hope? How do we have that opportunity for redemption? For forgiveness from our sins? For a rebirth, as Paul, as, as Jesus told Nicodemus, must happen, except a man be born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven, John 3, verses 3 through 5, by God's grace, only by God's grace and by nothing else. The Apostle Paul wrote in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and that, is not, that not of itself, uh, rather, that not of works, it is the gift of God. By grace you have been saved through faith, not something we earn, not something we've done so many good works that God owes it to us, but it's only by God's grace. Not of works, lest we should boast about it. Hey, I earned my salvation. And it's not something that we can do for ourselves. It is the gift of God. By grace, you have been saved. But again, as we have pointed out, that does not mean we don't have any responsibility in the whole equation, if you want to think about it from that particular perspective. God sent Jesus into this world as our Savior by his grace. God sent Jesus to the cross to be the ultimate sacrifice through which we can be forgiven of our sins by his grace. Jesus brought that message of salvation, called the gospel, to all mankind by God's grace. And each time we come to God through Jesus Christ, we must come in repentance. As Jesus said, Luke 13 verses 3 through 5, we must come openly confessing our faith in him as our Lord and Savior and God's Son. Matthew 10 verses 32 and 33. We must come to him in complete surrender as we're buried with him in the waters of baptism, fully immersed so that the blood of his, that, that the blood that he shed on the cross as our savior can cleanse us of the guilt of our sins. And that's by God's grace so that we can be reborn spiritually made new. Second Corinthians five and verse 17. And that opportunity is by God's grace not something we can earn, not something we can do for ourselves. We're the sinners in need of forgiveness, of redemption, of eternal life, of salvation in Christ. And only by God's grace can that gift be given to us. But we must come to him in these ways, in repentance, in absolute faith, in confessing that faith in Christ, in total surrender, in baptism for the remission of our sins. Jesus is the ultimate fulfillment of God's grace. Jesus, though, did not come to save you or me in our sins. Jesus came to save you and me from our sins. And as bad as we might have been in our past life, by God's grace we can be saved through Christ. We'd like to help you. You can contact us through our website at churchofchrist.com, Churchofchrist.com. Click in the email link and you can contact us that way. We'd love to speak with you, talk with you, study with you, pray with you, and pray for you. Or you can phone us at 402-498-8397, 402-498-8397. If you like snail mail, you can write to us at Sunny Slope Church of Christ, 3606 North 108th Street, Omaha, Nebraska. 68164. We truly would love to help you. We'd love to send you a Bible study through the mail for free if that's how you'd like to study. God's grace has put us in a place where we can reach out to you with the gospel through these podcasts. You have to come to him, though. And then God's grace can save you. let's pray. Father in heaven, our world needs your grace right now. And we know that your grace is giving us still time to come to repentance and salvation through Jesus Christ. Help people open their eyes and open their hearts and come to you humbly and obediently through Christ. Please, Father, help people see the way. Help us help people see the way and accept your grace. Please forgive us, gracious Father. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.